Your show's rubbish. One, two, one, two. Okay, hello everyone. Welcome to the D Trout Spinners podcast with Miles Pennell we started and already? Gary Forrest. Yes, this is it. All oh, right. Oh, I how thought we were going to how... do. We usually do some testing. Like you usually say, "Oh, we'll do a bit of testing." Can you just speak for thirty seconds, please? Right no, nothing. we're in. Got to get through this, man. Got to get through this. We're on a. We're on a timer. Well, we're on a timer. We're actually. We're actually doing this later than usual. It's evening. It's evening time. Um, we usually record in the day. But yes, welcome. I say welcome as well. Uh, you said welcome. Right. Welcome to the mm-hmm. lovely listeners. It is D Trout Spinners. And it's another episode and another normal episode. Now, I'll say at this point, maybe we won't say what I don't think we should say, but there might be a little bit of a special coming up next week. So stay tuned. We won't say just in case, just to make sure it's happening. Why don't we, why don't we do it at tuned. the end? Why, do, why don't we say at the end? Then it's a tease. It's a big tease so they that have people to wait. Yeah. Or they could just skip 50 minutes. I could do that. Uh, well, we could. We might say at the end. I, I wasn't sure if we should say just in case it doesn't happen. But anyway, let's let's discuss that at the end. How you doing, Mars, this week? Oh, I'm good, man. It's it's all about this wedding that I'm going to on on the Sunday. Had to go out and treat myself to some new clothes, which I don't buy clothes for myself that often. But you know, every now and again, your wardrobe needs a refresh, and I didn't quite realise how out of date my wardrobe was because i haven't actually bought anything that isn't homeware so i had to like buy kind of right poncy clothes for this wedding so i'm quite nervous surely sure you're going in a suit surely no it's not like a real oh it's one of those affair. like oh yeah just just what? wear cash you know like like people's funerals where they say oh dress up as a flower you know everyone dress up in bright colors if you, well, you do dress funeral, up incidentally everyone in black mourning sad no happiness no dis- displays of emotion through color that's how you live your life anyway so it's not that different yeah and you do wear you've got one suit that you wear for everything don't you weddings bar mitzvahs oh no 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 i've got a couple of posting i just have one one set of like white t-shirts one set of black t-shirts and one set of gray t-shirts and you're like simon cow simon cow's got the same outfits as as you i think i am a bit we meet up a lot him and i we meet up for dinner cow how's uh Um, how's your week yeah not too bad thanks my uh my hairdresser's moved to france for at least a year, I'm gutted. Oh, he's cut my hair for little, no, little French fella. He yeah. is actually a little French fella. He's not little. He's quite big, quite muscly. Yeah. But um, he's uh, he's gone. Yeah, I, I've got, I don't know what to do. It's a really difficult thing when your um, stylist leaves a, another country or just. Uh, <laughs> this is such a third on. world problem. It's <laughs> a really it's a really difficult thing when your stylist leaves. Uh, yeah, leaves your long term stylist. Uh, well, no, it's true because you build up. It's a different kind of relationship. It's a very intimate relationship that you share with one's stylist slash hairdresser slash Turk Turkish barber, and uh, you get your it hair is, just. I can the way just you go like. in and say I can. Ju- I just go in. He sits down. He spins me around in the chair. Bonjour, he says, Gary. He says, "Yeah." He says, "Hello." Uh, as usual, and I say yes, please, Johan, and he cuts me as usual. And, and then he, he says, goes, "How is your guest? Be my guest. Put my service yeah. to the test. What are your napkins? Yeah, it's actually, it's actually a teapot. Is <laughs> it lampshade? A little, 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 little lampshade. But he, he amazingly somehow still holds the scissors. Oh. Uh, yeah, he's he's a not he's a nice guy. I'm sad, he, but you know, he's uh, what can you do? I'm just I don't know. I might well, just, grow just it get out. another hairdresser. That's what you can do. Well, that's what I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have to <laughs> pay one at least another at least fifteen pounds, like I pay you and <laughs> um, fifteen quid. Guess how much I pay for mine? Oh well, I know how much you pay for you. You pay about thirty five quid for yours, something like that. Keep going up. <laughs> Keep going up. Oh yeah, 40... I mean, it's... yeah. No, but uh, who looks the best? You decide. <laughs> well, they, they they're not viewers. That's the thing. Actually, <laughs> on the, on that on that on that on that point, uh, we this is a little nice little plug. I'm just doing this very professionally. We will be doing a Twitch special um, to not celebrate, but to do to sort of the transition from series two, which we're nearly at the end of, to series three. So series three, episode one, we're going to review live on twitch you'll get to see us you can interact with us live and you know just maybe insult us and yes you can say who looks best 
wear your best funeral suit for that. I'll, I'll be wearing this. I'll be wearing okay. this. No, I mean I'm looking forward to that. It'll be nice to to do a lot something sort of live-ish. Well, Miles and I met on radio. We first our first love is radio, and we felt like Twitch shows is more like radio because you you're being listened to live and you're getting feedbacks. If you don't know Twitch, by the way, it's like a live streaming service. It's like we're live. Well, we are live, and you can see us and you can hear us and you can interact with us. And I think it will will turn into something different from a show review. It'll just become like not to generate but just become sort of a discussion crap. with listeners and yeah crap but can't wait no i can't no, i'm actually well, looking forward to it well something that i can't wait for is our discussion that we're about to have which this week is on episode 50 uh, that originally broadcast 9th of august in 2003 handling the heat wave nudist chat frontal shots of sprinters monkey news chimp prostitute and carl laughs on air i'll put a link into the description which you can then listen to and then when you're ready you can come back to us for a little debrief Oi, oi. Should we do that little right. thing we always do? Should yeah, we do? Should we do... Oh, oh, hi. Hello. Welcome oh, back. God. Oh, it's good. Because um, you went away and came back yeah, again. Yeah, and then they came back. So, Gary, what did you make of this episode in question? Gary checks notes. Well, it was a good episode. It wasn't. It wasn't my favourite. Um, there wasn't. You know, there wasn't a lot to kind of say. It's a difficult one to kind of give a review of because there were good parts, and uh, but there's a lot of knob. There's a heck of a lot of knob, and. <laughs> The thing I thought is what I don't like, and this is starting to creep in at the end of series two, is that it's slightly contrived, the intro. Like, in fact, it's definitely contrived. Like, the knob chat. Like, a lot of their chats, even in the intro, start very organically, particularly with Carl. But you could tell because then Ricky says halfway through, and they've been talking about knobs, and it seems organic. But then Ricky says, didn't your girlfriend say something to you? I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was like, it was about gay stroke knob stuff and so they'd obviously plan to talk about that because in view of the fact that he's going to ask Carl about what his girlfriend said they'd obviously discussed it and planned it before the show and it does come across actually quite a lot that I mean don't get me wrong it's a it, you know it's funny the discussion they get out of it and I'm not saying it's all planned but it's starting at this period in the show to get a bit more planned and that this is an example of that at the beginning of this show yeah well it starts off a bit sort of flat to be honest I mean talking about the weather the nudists it's just all bit it's, know, it's, it's contrived, bit, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just a bit sort of pedestrian. I, d- I don't know if you can get much out of that, yeah. <laughs> as a son said to his as, mother's as, breast. As, 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 but yeah. I, I just, I, I've, I've sort of found a sort of, there wasn't that much to say about this episode. It was just a nice little bit of filler. There are really yeah. little funny bits it's filler. in it. Yeah. I mean, the first thing I like to say is I would actually, wouldn't mind a goulash for lunch. I actually think that is quite a good lunch meal i've probably had that myself <laughs> that, goulash. That's I, I i've had goulash yeah, yeah. Goulash, goulash is just a stew of meat and potatoes and carrots yeah and so things. hungarian it's not, stew isn't it uh, i don't know if it's hungarian but, but you've I, obviously looked that up don't pretend you've just coming up i that knew now. that you've i knew up. that you've looked up goulash but, um, is more like a generic term for like an eastern european stew but i think it's largely eaten in in hungary i think i'm right there because uh, my, my girlfriend's polish and uh it's all the same in it all the same sort of muck over there <laughs> I think it's because it's the penultimate show. They're saying, you know, Carl, are you going to go away? It's like, I'm bored with that. I told yeah. you I'm bored of things. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's got an end of term feel. Not oh, in a not in a this. fun sense, but it's got like a, se- a sense of end of term, but not quite the end of term. Like, you know, about a week before the end of term where you're not on a high because it's set right at the end of term, but you're also like kind of bored of it because you haven't had a break for like so many weeks so many yeah months. that's so it's kind it. of yeah. like end of term like they're not they're phoning it in a bit no that that's so true but what did you make of steve would you familiar with steve goff the naked rambler uh yeah but i didn't know his name i i read i remember reading about him at the time yeah i remember that i pinned his picture up on my wall yeah of course yeah quite lonely um <laughs> what are my thoughts uh well you know on it's, nudity. Uh, socially, it's socially constructed that we have an aversion to nudity there's no natural element to it so you know I, I can't see it's too harmful but obviously if you've got there's a once uh, near my school there's t- uh, two girls got flashed by a man now that that's back like back like just in a coat you know and he just opened the coat like naked now that's not because there's he probably i think he had he was erect whereas steve goff was that's a 
tasteful, most tasteful way I could say that. Steve Goff was just, you know, hanging around, sort of his little, little, little John Thomas just flapping around. <laughs> I don't think he's doing anyone any harm. But yeah, he, he continued, he kept getting arrested and sent to court. And the judge kept saying, well, what, what are you doing here again? I remember, I remember the story at the time, like, you can't just do this. Okay, another 15 days in prison, another 30 days in prison. Yeah. Another 30, but it's not doing anyone any harm. So I don't, I don't think you should go to prison for it at all. That's one of my highlights of the episode is where Ricky, well, Ricky says about Carl saying, uh, and it's in my favourite quotes, actually, but the end bit is where he says, like, Carl's saying to me, he's got shoes and socks on, he's got a big backpack, he's got a hat on. He's not naked, he's just got a, his knob out. He's not that's true. Out. And I think that's very true, you know. He he wasn't doing it for, you know, sexual attention. If there's no sexual element, I don't doubt No, it's not like a lifestyle choice. But it is weird, isn't it, how we have got this culture? Because then Steve will mention the same thing, how in the heat you do sort of, you know, strip off and you see lads, you know. I've never been one of those lads to take my top off. I just can't. I wouldn't want anyone to look at me. for. I am not in any kind of physical state for that to happen. I just think it's quite embarrassing, really, to still walk around with your your top off, especially when I've got no... It's unfair, isn't it? It's unfair that men can and women can't. What's the difference? Like, No, they can, though, yeah, but they can. Women, wear, like, women, underwear. No, I'm not saying I want to see women walk around topless, by the way, before anyone says that. I'm just saying it's unfair <laughs> that it's socially accepted that men can, whereas women can't. They've got all oh, they got to cover up, you know. I, I would go topless. I did go topless once when we were together. And you've almost begged me not to take it off, but it was so <laughs> hot. It was when we were on the beach one time and I did take my shirt off. You took my shirt off. Yeah, it's um, we're recording around the same time as year as it was then, but it's nowhere near as hot now but i hate the heat actually that's one thing i can really relate to so it's not entertaining particularly but when they're talking about how much they carl and steve like how difficult the heat is not so much ricky he likes it but i totally get that i i hate i can't stand the heat and i can imagine in in those big offices like in that little room that carl had to sit in you know probably not fully air conditioned as ricky said just sort of working away not very pleasant no, I think as long as it's not raining, I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty okay. I like the autumn is my favourite uh, sort of season. I like, I like those colours and I like the mood and the vibe of the air. It's not too hot, it's not too cold. That's interesting, isn't it? So is, this chat? Tinder, is this your Tinder profile? Okay, now we're talking Tinder about the profile. weather. I love no. the autumn. I love the autumn. Oh, I love the colours and they change. <laughs> On that note, where he says, uh, "What did he look like with this, that old man with smart shit, <laughs> with smart shorts?" It's like a little tortoise without a shell on. And that's exactly how he describes uh, Rupert Murdoch in, on one of the phone calls to Ricky uh, in An Idiot Abroad. Mm. There was just ni- a nice little bit of uh, synchronicity between the two of those things. I liked that as a little he does, he does. band find. But Carl doesn't, funny you said it, because from this episode, because we've talked about the fact that Ricky uses stuff that happens on the show in his stand-up and in later life. And in fact, Tom Fordy and uh, uh, we were talking about that only uh, only last week, but quite a bit of his stand up routine in this show. Like it's a particularly like he te- and I don't I don't have a problem with him taking from it because it's ultimately it's his material. Like he if, even if Carl says it, he's kind of he's kind of directing the chat, so it's okay. But yeah, it's kind of like oh I've heard it before, you know, because he's heard it on his stand up and I've heard it a million times. You know what? Let's just listen back to the podcast, but it gets a bit samey. Like it's like the Terence Higgins runs trust out stuff. of like. It runs out, yeah. It's a good, it's, it's all right, actually. I quite like it because he, he genuinely is like, that's proper laughter. Like, he can't, that's not, that's when Ricky mm. used to laugh and he used to really yeah. laugh and he used to find stuff funny and he, he can't help it. Every time I listen back to this show, this episode, every time I see his stand up with that that bit, I've I've heard it so many times. It's it's and we're not saying, I don't think I'd speak for you as well. And we're not saying this is, this is a bad show, it's just not. And these are totally independent views that we have because sometimes one of us likes it, one of us doesn't. This today, I think we both think it's it's in the weaker end. It's at the weaker end. Yeah, I end think so. Show. I think it's I think it's funny that you talk about like a lot of Ricky's stand-up was the hypocritical tales and myths and legends, things that Carl absolutely loves to read and learn about. And it's funny that then they would then go on mm-hmm. to meet each other in sort of later life, you know, they sort of cross paths and yeah. you kind of get a sense that they, they were good for one another at the time. And Carl probably did open a lot of doors to uh, to Ricky and help him to develop his humour. Did one uh, come first yeah. or did the other one follow? I don't, I don't know. Well, I think Ricky would have been fine without Carl. I think Ricky would be... 
incredibly successful, just slightly less. Do you so think he would have done stand up though without Carl. Carl? Absolutely, yeah, he just would have. I think he would have, and he would have been a decent stand up. I like credit Carl in a lot of things. He made what I think is his second best body of work with this show after The Office uh, with Carl. And that we would have lost out on that. And that would have been a huge loss to the sort of small number of fans, you know, us us dedicated lot that that love the shows. But in general, the people who know Ricky's fame and things would have come from everything was spun off from The Office and he would have just done stand-up. I think he always would have mm. wanted to. Been a, maybe a slightly different sort of stand-up. But certainly it's the other way around. You know, Carl has everything to thank in terms of his money, in terms of his bank balance, at least, and his fame to, to Ricky. If I could go for a drink with one of them now, I'll go for a drink with Carl rather than Ricky. But I just, it is clearly that way around. I think Ricky would have made it on his own anyway. And it, it would be, it would be, unfair on Ricky to kind of say that he wouldn't just because we don't like how he's kind of carries on now towards the middle of the episode where well something that always makes me laugh is when Carl's having to have work done on his on his house because he's such a practical guy with like these sort of mundane day-to-day like DIY issues are a really big thing for him and they take yeah, over yeah. his life and he gets so frustrated <laughs> I think Ricky's a bit arrogant when he says uh, how do we not know how a boiler works it's not that complicated yeah you know what yeah. I mean no, he's yeah, a bit. Yeah, Pretty, it's I'd very take... like Jay. You, you, yeah, you have to. You have to. You can't as a normal tradesman, even a very very skillful one. You can't fix a boiler. You're not allowed. You have to have a special like uh, corgi registration to to be able to fix a boiler, which takes like a couple of years of of um, college, I think, or, or university. Yeah, my um, yeah, my son, my my son-in-law, my brother-in-law. What? He's a. <laughs> He he fixes boilers. So um, I wanted uh, to share with you, Gary, some boiler facts. Do you want some boiler facts? Um, depending, well, considering I should say how the rest of the show's gone. Uh, yes, why not? It'll only <laughs> liven it up. Okay. In a conventional steam-powered plant, a boiler consists of a furnace in which full fuel is burned. A furnace. Furnace. Yep. In which fuel is burnt, surfaces to transmit heat from the combustion products to the water and the space where steam can form and collect all right that's your first fact um oh so there's more okay now moving on Uh, (laughs) (laughs) what's the most you've ever made you've ever paid for low maintenance for low-key maintenance at work that's what i want to ask people you're asking me because that doesn't like when you know bang the boiler and then Ricky's saying, you know, no, I've had quid. a similar. Yeah, I, I don't pay for my maintenance because I rent, as you know, so I don't pay for maintenance. But the boiler's been very reliable. But one day it just stopped turning on. It just stopped. Do you want some facts about it, boilers? It so of, I've got I've got three of them left. Tell, no, no, no. Listen, this is my this is the fact. This is the only fact that should get All on right. the show. Cut the other ones out. But I turned it off and on again. Eventually it worked. And then it stopped working completely. And the guy, a guy turned up eventually, my landlord arranged it. And he turned up and he just went went into it. He go and he reached to the back and he turned a little tap that's at the back. Turned it for five seconds. He said, "There you go. That's all you need to do. That's oh my it. God. That's what you need to." I felt bad. I felt guilt. Like my, oh, I, but you don't you don't know unless it's because it's a boiler. And again, Ricky is arrogant because he's like, you need to know what you're doing with a boiler. And now when it stops, I know to do that little thing. And the reason it goes apparently is because my radio, one of my radiators leaks a little bit. But I don't want to tell my landlord because he'll. I don't want it replaced. I don't want the hassle. I literally do not want the hassle. So <laughs> he doesn't want so people in your my, house. My boiler goes. No, I don't want people in my house. I don't want it. Get me up at nine. It's dark. I, if it gets dark, turn the light on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that. It makes me think of, when I was living in my first flat in London, our, to- our toilet got blocked and we didn't really know oh, why it was blocked. We tried everything to like unplug it. And, and I just thought, oh, it's just something. I don't even know what, what we can do. You know, we've tried everything. We tried bleach, we've tried, you know, plungers, we've tried, you know, everything. And like I couldn't go to the toilet, so I had to like just keep going going to work. Every, all of our conversations seem to always return to the lab. And then when the landlord came, I was like, right, I'm gonna show him a piece of my mind. I'm gonna a piece uh, of yours, yeah, it's <laughs> good. I'm glad you said mine. But... <laughs> yeah. And I was like, um right, no, no, seriously, watch this, watch this, because when he walks through those doors, he's gonna be faced with you know, it's gonna be like the gates of hell. And uh he oh, walks God. in. Walks in. <laughs> he walks in, I'm like, Hello, mate. <laughs> you alright? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you want a cup of tea? Do you want a cup? 
Do you want to tea or coffee? Was I like, wasn't there, the... but I can vouch that yeah, that happens. That is true. And uh, I was thoroughly unimpressed. I mean, nothing, you know, I was like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about the toilet, man. Don't worry. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, but it was so embarrassing because then when he did eventually fix it, the bloke came, the plumber or whatever, and he literally just like put his hand down the toilet and uh, pulled out like yeah. a tissue. I was like, was that seriously it? That was like a month of oh, fucking pain. No, I, pain. I've had my toilet blocked. Like, and it, it will, it was sort of, it doesn't block, but it goes, the water builds up steadily. So it's almost a full button. It's going to over. But I bought a, uh, a plunger. You can't believe this of me because I don't do practical work at all. I uh, have no idea what I'm doing. But I bought a plunger and it does work if you buy a plunger. Yeah. The Sears catalogue. <laughs> Not the Sears. What's the catalogue they use? Oh, um, the uh, oh, what's it called? Oh, we're on form today, right? Anyway, yeah, so um, (laughs) that was um, uh, yeah, and I think it never, it never kind of takes off. Well, that show or this show, that I both, but ours, ours, ours could 50 episodes in this one, this particular episode, (laughs) you know, Rick Waller chat, okay, all right, they keep return to a lot. They touch on the Elephant Man, but not don't go too much into it. And I thought kind of, I always like Elephant Man chat, so I would have liked a bit more of that. And, uh, yeah, just kind of piddles out into uh, into uh, an average episode. In fact, favourite quotes. Sometimes with favourite quotes when it's an episode I'm not that much a fan of. I've got like, I've still got ten. I've got uh, like six here, six, seven. If you compare it to any other radio show, most other radio shows, it's still well above them in terms of quality if you know the xfm shows but it's not it, it compared with the xfm shows it's um it's it's at the lower end uh, I, I quite like the uh, uh songs and phrase I, I i think it's a funny one like just not in terms of what the humor they get from it but the actual construction of it like galileo i uh, just like all the different yeah. songs it just goes from one thing to the next i quite like hearing that but that's again that's a small small point there are a couple of little observations that steve makes about carl and you know little confessions that carl says about himself that just expose his character a little bit and i was quite like those those things when you sort of get to see the true person not that carl is anything but forthcoming with you know the way he is and the way he acts I think we've said, we've talked about it before, but Carl getting bored with stuff, totally relate to that. And um, I love the the fact that he doesn't treat this job as like the be all and end all. Like nowadays, that job would be like so sought after. Sought yeah. after. People would be literally cutting off their left leg to work there. I still and... think Carl wouldn't be. Like, still think, but he doesn't. But he attitude. just took everything in his stride. He just, he is just. It, it was just a job to him, and I, I loved that he was he was treating it so normally because. Uh, just shows you know what sort of person he is that he's just he doesn't really get daunted or he's not really confronted or scared of anything I mean look at the stuff he did and fucking uh, an idiot abroad and the, yeah. but what I liked about the thing that Steve says is um the thing about Carl is he speaks with such authority about things he knows about <laughs> when you tell him about you know of course ghosts exist can't be bothered with that argument and then he says uh he did all this learning about 12 yeah, but I'm still picking things up. And it's so true, isn't it, with Carl and the way he's seen it? It's one. my favourite quotes. Yeah, it is, it is true. Also, I would, should say, I just remembered, there is a great bit to this episode, which is Carl laughing at the end, which is always another oh, treat. Great, but actually, yeah. that Carl laughing bit, we all love it, I think. Um, everyone listening to this probably likes that moment. But I often think, like, if Carl was like that, which is a normal reaction to have to every to reading out every monkey news or to doing every sort of bit that Carl does to laugh like that, even if he's not part of the conversation, but just to off air, off mic, you hear him laughing. That's what most producers would do. If he was like that, if he did that, there would be no mystique to Carl. There would be no kind of legend that's built up around these shows thing. Nothing would have happened. Like we wouldn't be doing this podcast now, which is no tragedy, I know. But like no one would look back on Carl like really really fondly because part of why we love him so much is that he he doesn't laugh actually normal normally funny things now because he doesn't laugh ever it's actually quite funny when he does laugh but if he if he always reacted like that it would just be it just wouldn't be kind of special well it's like do you remember what he said uh it's i think he said that a few times in interviews like 
what makes you laugh, Carl? And says, um, oh, just little things, you know, things that aren't supposed to make you laugh. Like I was watching a woman with her baby in a pram and uh, she was walking along and she tripped and the baby and the buggy fell over and the baby fell out. I would laugh at that. I mean, just that thing of is it unbonctious, be unbonctious to meet you. It's the, uh, it's the things you shouldn't at laugh at the funny like I, I always got I've always got a problem with if my friend if I've got a friend who's crying can't help but to like a little Cheshire little the cheeks just go up a little bit I know it's dreadful but it's, I can't take people's luck crying seriously no, it's I, true Mars can't take emotion seriously I, I don't like that. it it really but makes yeah, me I, feel it makes me feel really know. uncomfortable but this is an exact is an example of that because actually what Carl's laughing at and I think is it wasn't like just some weird thing where he's laughing because randomly and he doesn't laugh at all these funny things but he knew in his head he had that line and usually he gets through this without laughing but turns out they're mechanics anyway in the first <laughs> Place. but it, that's uh, that is so ridiculous that i he knew that was coming up and kind of he said it's because look at ricky but ricky will always be looking yeah at however he looked i'd love to have seen ricky at that moment but i don't think it's because of that it's just what was he doing was what was he doing oh i just think he was just looking like pent up with ricky like just i've been listening so hard recently i was trying to hear like lip noises or chair moving chair and i could hear a moving chair I could hear some lips smacking. And I was like, is he just getting his knob out and wiggling it around? I was like, but who the hell would do that? Uh, but some men have a strange, no. obscene habit of that. They do, though, don't they, guys? They like... Yeah, well, Ricky, Ricky does. Reason. We know Ricky does. Because he did it, yeah. to, he's done it to Steve. And Steve says he's done it to yeah. everyone. You know, nowadays, he'd get he'd get cancelled for that. Yeah. Quite rightly, by the way. Carl does have that sort of uh, cheekiness to him because he says, oh, we did Cheeky Freak of the Week, you know. I know some people didn't like it. And um, and he, he nearly gets through an apology saying, did you watch that? Who are you staring at? Which I'll, I'll put a link in the description. Oh, yeah. So I did actually... Um, no, I think... Because uh, I was just going to say, because I did actually find uh, a link to that and you can read some no, articles. Yeah. Don't post it. No, oh, no, no, it. I'm not going to post that. But I'm not that one that you're thinking of. He so he nearly gets surprised. Like, oh, did you see it as bad? And it suddenly makes you feel bad that what you suddenly forget, they're not real people you're talking about. And then he just can't resist. Yeah, right at the end, yeah, he says, know, like, oh, selector. Yeah, I know. Well, it's just the funny line is sometimes it's hard because they don't look like a real book. Because I keep wondering, because last week they mentioned her and very briefly. And I was thinking it was going to be that week when I was listening to the rest of the episode. I was thinking, well, oh, oh, I must have got that wrong. And then this week they bring her up as well. But there's there's a week where Steve says, I, I think it might be next week, was she's a bigger person than you certainly headwise he adds he adds oh. really naughtily afterwards and um i thought that that was going to be this because i when i heard that i was thinking well, isn't that when they do it? i think it might be series three though but i can't remember that but yeah that's that's very, so. very harsh oh very i mean harsh. there are things that won't that don't i mean that was bad at the time it's even worse now i think it will be interesting to see what um what people like nowadays, who are totally fresh to Ricky's comedy. Imagine they'd never seen The Office or Extras or the XFM. How you would take him on like face value nowadays? Like, you know, if you're just a casual That's... Netflix viewer checking into to Afterlife, do you think that is his audience now? I think a lot of people who like Afterlife wouldn't have liked The Office. Well, it's like what Tom was saying, you know, like, he was kind of really formative during those teenage years. You know, there was a whole generation of men who spoke like Ricky and who took on his mannerisms. And I count myself I as did. one of those people as yeah, well. Absolutely. So there's a guy, my manager at the office, when I got a new job, this was about 2009. And he said, he just turned to me one day, he said, look, so are you are you a real big fan of The Office? Because you you keep saying in a way at the end of every oh, sentence in a God. way, and I just couldn't. Yeah. I didn't even know I was doing. I wasn't doing it to be like copy him. I was just I just couldn't. I just love that phrase. So it's only to myself. It doesn't yeah. make sense in context. It's not like a funny line to other people. No. But it's just so funny to me. It's kind of on the similar thing. I don't know if he's ever said it. I had a little catchphrase at school, which was oh controversial, and now I just think back and I go. It really makes me wince, like, oh, to be the guy with a catchphrase at school, like, but that is oh, almost something, had, had but that is no, something that Ricky okay. would have said, you know, something like that, you know, oh, controversial, you know. 
Yeah, I think that must be a line from The Office then, because I can't think of it. I don't know if it was, but um, definitely you you, you carry those things with you. And uh, you even hear it now, like with some, you know, DJs and presenters I listen to, you're like, okay, that's an Office fan. Okay, that's, I know exactly where you've gone. And this, but then it's kind of fun, isn't it? If you can, you know, go around your day to day life, just pick up on these things. It's quite satisfying, isn't it, in a way? Yeah, so I think we've uh, we've you know we don't need to kind of do something to death. I think we've covered the main points. Any any other like any little bits and pieces from that episode you wanted to talk about? Particularly yeah, um, the first boiler is there a with, a safe, question? with a safety valve was designed by Denis Papin of France in 1679. It's good to know. Okay, there'll be another one of them coming a bit later in the show. We'll do our favourite <laughs> quotes. Welcome back, everyone, and welcome. This is uh, the Detroit Spinners. Still to come, we've got our favourite quotes. We've got maybe more boiler facts, if you want some of them. <laughs> and we've got XFM in the community, where you send us um, your, your feedback and we read it out on air and that stuff. Yes. Uh, we've also Miles got We it. Pick a Song each. Oh. And do you know what? I actually haven't got a song to pick this week. I'm going to have to just, like... Have a quick skim of my Spotify and see my most listened to and see whatever, basically whatever is going to be there, we're going to just put it in and it could just be anything. And I'm a bit scared because I listen to some absolute strange music when I work. (laughs) Just the strange... I've had such such a power ballad week. I don't know. I've been been a real... Seriously. No, I was going to say, I've I've downloaded um, My Heart Will Go On. Shut Celine your Dion. mouth. I did, Have I did. Been, I've been listening to Celine Dion. <laughs> that is so oh. funny. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, anyway. I genuinely did. It's going to go in this week, but now I've got another one to go in. Okay, let's see if um, we can uh, snap, do snaps on any of our favourite quotes. So what's your first one? I've, we've already covered it. He's not nude. He's just got his knob out. <laughs> Excuse me, miss. Could I just uh, lift your left tit up so I can see? Your belt. Yeah, that's it. Um, this is like you have to remember the exact bit. You you don't have to remember, but it's it's so I just love the way he says it. Well, well, it's like he says well, but he's like cars. What is that? What's that for? I can't remember the exact bit. I can't remember what's just just come just before it, but it's like Carl's way of replying. You know where he likes to reply without actually saying a reply. Oh yeah, I think very funny. Yeah, a bit a bit of stew and steak. And I don't know why that makes me, um, it's a very, Hungry. What? no, not even that. It's a very, uh, graphic image that. Well, just and, the fact uh, you couldn't chew it as well. Like, it's, no, uh, no, but bristly, it's just, bristly. no, she's saying, uh, oh, right. Yeah. I was just thinking about the thing that I'm assuming he thought it looked like. No, I think it's just stewing <laughs> steaks just, just chopped up randomly. <laughs> just I, really I like makes... that one either. Oh, no, I didn't want that either. <gasps> Carl. What's what's that on here? Don't worry about that. Page is, uh... <laughs> so it's the best man. Do the speeches. Oh, that's not in my quotes, but I did like. Um, yeah, this is one of my favourites. Like in terms of Ricky putting on his little voice for his little characters. I just I quoted this to you before. I I love it. You know, doctor, you butcher. <laughs> You're not a doctor, you butcher. Like he doesn't say you are not a doctor. Um, have you got a bent co-anger, mate? Which yeah, I'm, like I'm, that, re- like I, I, I can't believe that that can be used as a device to open some stuff. You know, like in the film, they either do that or they do that thing in a car to start the car. They get two live wires from underneath the uh, the wheelie wheel. As I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it the wheelie wheel. <laughs> the yeah, the thing to wheel. to drive your car. The steering and wheel. That's the one. But they do the, you know, the two wires that buzz together. I mean, that isn't that that is surely an urban myth. That can't possibly work. What to start a car? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that works. Yeah, definitely. I was listening to Atletico Mints, which is great. I mean, everyone should listen to Atletico Mints. Not as Mints. good as us. <laughs> Don't buy <laughs> Atletico oh, Mints. Buy the D Trout Spinners. Apparently, you can um. There's certain pips in fruit that contain some cyanide. Arsenic. That's to cyanide, kill yeah. a rabbit. <laughs> oh, there is cyanide in fruit pips, so I don't think it's enough to kill a rabbit because yeah. we'd know about oh, it. Also, he says, children. you know, eye droplets, what you used to keep your eye droplet, eye, yeah, um, eye lenses in. Apparently, that stuff, like, because um, if you were to drink that, it would, like, really do some damage. Could well, apparently, you. I think it's because it's very pure water. You know, if you're if you were offered a cup of, like, 
water with that wasn't pure and had a lot of like um sort of stuff in it that wasn't water or a glass of pure water you could actually it could kill you the pure water if you drunk enough of it because it's our bodies aren't ready for pure water they need those imbalances and imperfect imperfections god this is getting a bit well your body's full of imperfections so i think you're all right um so yeah uh, i I drink a lot of pure water um uh galileo well, it goes like this, doesn't it? Yeah. Galileo. <laughs> it can't be bothered. Because it's the last show, Ricky says, oh. And he's, they're just sort of wrapping up. You can tell they're in that sort of wrapping up mood. And it is actually a little bit shorter this episode. He says, I'll have to come in and get some of these tapes. I mean, if only Ricky knew the kind of lasting impact the XFM shows would have had, yeah. that everyone kind of wishes they had everything. I mean, they, they have got them, but they would want even more than what they've got already. This, this next sentence is a long quote, but it sums up everything that's great about them three and the mood and tone of like this show so sigh <sighs> what what was that side for nothing nothing what oh steve monkey news is on the way this isn't radio you've got to keep talking or playing music play some music yeah just everything's petering out <laughs> just the no, flames are going it's like down. that happens at the end of series four as well where they really peter out into like that live eight show that ricky did it reminds me of that but it, it, that's what i mean by an end of term kind of feel then they were always like that they were they couldn't be yeah. with the features but um yeah one more we've already picked done up oh yeah but i'm picking, still picking bits up now we've done it but still mm. i love it yeah but i'm still picking I've, bits up just three quickies for me sometimes if he's moved by it it's better than bloody bobby darren yeah. <laughs> i just love that impression. do you even know who bobby darren is no idea i, I barely no idea. know who he is he's, <laughs> he's like one of those old love singers like he did those loves oh. horrible ballads turns out it wasn't a problem because they're mechanics in the first place because it had to be in there didn't it let's face it yeah it's got to be in there I didn't so do there, you but... have a favorite quote do get in touch with us spinners podcast at gmail.com or on twitter spinners podcast which is what these lovely bunch of people did for our next feature which is oh that's professional thanks segueing into the next uh, feature, no, like you're, a, no you've got like to say what the name of the feature seven. is go on Oh, you want me to? Oh, okay. Um, This is XFM in the community, which Mars came up with and I named. Um, (laughs) This is where we go through your feedback, uh, usually by email, sometimes by tweets. And usually it's Mars that reads it because I don't read. I do read the emails. Can't be bothered to read the email. Ryan Wheeler says, hi, guys. Just wanted to say fantastic idea it is to create this podcast. I've been obsessed with Ricky, Steve and Carl since I first listened to them with my mate circa 2004 or 5 on his iPod. Remember those? I do remember the iPod, the iPod classic. I I still mourn it regularly. I loved my iPod classic. Are you sure about that? 2004? Was was the iPod out in 2004? Of course it was. They talk about it in the show. They talk about it in the show. Yeah, Yeah, no, no, okay. So he says, um, it's had such a positive effect on many people like no other podcast always makes me laugh even when i listen now very nice thank you thank you for that it's amazing like i think that's the longest out of any listener that i know of there may be ones that we don't know of, but out of everyone I know of, that, that you started listening to the shows first. Because 2004, I'm surprised that, I mean, YouTube... It's like a year later. Like, YouTube was barely online by 2005. I don't think it actually was until 2006. So YouTube wasn't out. You must have got the shows from I somewhere. I guarantee that's, you that's YouTube crazy. was... YouTube's much earlier than you think it, it started is. in 2006. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. You trust me, YouTube did not start in 2006. It did. No chance. No chance. That was the first video, 2005 latest, but 2006. Certainly wasn't 2004. I'm just going to do a quick check on that because I'm like. Yeah, you can confirm what I've just said. Okay, I'm just checking. All right, uh, moving on. Um, yeah, what was it, Mars? Let's not worry about it. Let's when not, was the first worry about No, no, go on, say because it's, 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 it's 2005. There you go. That's so annoying. It wasn't around 2004. I know it wasn't. I'm younger than you. Remember, remember. I'll tell you why those roadworks happened as well. Because it's the end of year, so they want to get their budget. End of the financial. Fucking hell! I think I forgot. I thought. I thought. I thought. I thought I was reading. I thought. 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 I thought.
Carl Kira says, Hey guys, just writing in to say that YouTube recently recommended your podcast. I assume oh. because I've been doing my umpteenth re-binge of the old XFM shows. I'm loving that you've captured the niche of doing analysis of these old episodes because, though I know there's a big fan community specifically for the XFM shows online, I've never heard it vocalised like you guys are doing. I'm only on my first episode of Detroit Spinners, Ricky Voice, the Detroit Spinners, but re- oh. actually really enjoying it. So uh, thank you, Carl. I oh, hope you enjoy the episodes to come and you'll probably be surprised when this gets read out when you get carl kiwa carl kiwa carl's the exact sort of listener we have that kind of thinks that at the beginning and then carl we'll never hear from carl again so carl if you did (laughs) stick with us do do let us know because it does mean a lot like if you sort of have found one and liked it's probably the dickie anders episode and then if you stick with it that's even better the first episode no it's good and it's good to see that youtube is uh employing its algorithms to Spread the good word of the podcast because I do want more listeners to this show. Oh, by the, so please, yeah, by the please way, do tell your friends about it and like and tell. rate and subscribe and review and all that sort of stuff and that. Tell and lose your friends at the same time about this podcast. <laughs> did we put out, because you know we put out the first of our Patreon specials. Did you put mm-hmm. it out on YouTube as well, by the way? You should do yeah. that. Oh, did. well done. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Don't worry, organized. man. Does it, does it all, doesn't he? He's got his glasses sort of... on, he's organised. His fingers yes. and size. Levi Collins. Hi, guys. I hope you remember me, Levi, your possibly youngest listener. We do, I do remember you, Levi. Do you remember I, I was 16. I'm 17 now uh, and wow. a half. I emailed in to say, imagine mm. being 17. <laughs> it, being... Imagine being any age where you can add half <laughs> to your age legitimately. <laughs> like, I can't say I'm 34 and a half. I'm sorry, I'm not 34. I'm 37 and a half. God, that, was a, that was a mind blank. I was 34 for a second. I can't say I'm 37 and a half, you know. Going to be friends with a 40-year-old. Yeah. Crazy, well, isn't it? Friends. Colleagues. <laughs> podcast guys Uh, i've now listened to all four series many many times listened to hundreds of compilations the podcasts the specials and most of your episodes i'm really looking forward to uh, your thoughts on the canfield episode as it's one of my favorites that's a controversial opinion isn't it yeah i mean i don't i'm not i I haven't listened to it really hardly at all compared with how much i've listened to other episodes i haven't listened to that one that much so i'm not like not a fan or not a fan but i'm generally not a fan of that episode but we'll see when we come to it i'll give it a full and thorough review i will tell i mean i feel the same you know loads of people the whole ongoing debate whether you know the claire sturgis episodes are skip skippable or not i personally think they're really good oh no they're gold um but then i'm probably with you actually i just i've ignored it too many times and uh should go back uh, so series three also contains one of my favorite quotes man changes name to blah 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 yeah. I first heard that on a train and just laughed and laughed so loud for ages. I listen to your podcast every day when I walk to work. If you could oh. give a shout out to Gulliver's Valley theme park in Rotherham, <laughs> that would be great. Is he a, so is, he a, is he a is he a <laughs> a Trump tightrope walker? What does oh, he do? I hope so. Or maybe he like just takes money for the dodgems. But no, it's it's so nice you've got we've got listeners in your generation and that you've discovered the shows as well. Like as um, by by the shows I mean the XFM shows, not our shows necessarily but yeah that's uh that's fantastic i think we should go and visit levi and gulliver's valley theme park well we get a free ride on the uh very go round very go round we're gonna be sitting at the park i don't really do rides i think i'm sitting at the bottom of that's any any you could take us to any location <laughs> anything could be going on around we'd be sitting at the bar i'd buy some candy floss maybe we've been to like just right by um the uh <laughs> The London Eye, you know, we've never like as if we queued to go on like, no, we're at a bar. We're at a nearby bar. We've been at like the most luxurious spa. Like we only went because it was his birthday. We don't usually go to spas, but it's like we went to this spa as a one-off, as a one-off. We were like, yeah. we were at the bar. Um, a few questions uh for you. What are your favorite rockbusters favorite educating ricky and favorite carl's news headline oh levi favorite monkey news is probably that there's no car at pump for i just i like that so much that line that i could encapsulate this encapsulates the entire show for me the entire show although it's funny because ricky doesn't laugh at it i still love it favorite what did he say favorite rockbusters favorite educating ricky and favorite 
Carl's News headline. Oh, he didn't even ask about Monkey News. Okay, well, there you go. There's my favourite Monkey News for free. I, do, I didn't <laughs> listen. Favourite Rockbusters? I think uh, Bion Ferry, Brian Ferry, and the other ones. That, that week, I just remember, is a brilliant week for, for yeah. Rockbusters. I think it's my favourite. In terms of the humour they get out of it. In terms of the cleverest clue, I think it's, um, buy it if you want. I'm not bothered. I, I'm not first. Come back Come back next week. That's a fantastic, that's a brilliant clue. That's ge- genuinely a fantastic clue. I wish I can't without myself. Uh, educating Ricky Shadow Shadow DJ Shadow Shadow I'll tell you because he, he doesn't actually it's not official for Educating Ricky it's just that they happen to have DJ Shadow tickets and it's like they mentioned DJ Shadow and so, well, can we get anything about Shadow and Carl's like and it's totally unplanned Carl's like actually I can tell you something about Shadow like, like just, shadow he's got somewhere. this fact about a Shadow like it's yeah. just so random that you, no one else you know has got that and that's back in the days when the show wasn't at all contrived and it still isn't largely um, and my favourite uh, what were the three things again what are the three options if don't know wasn't there, what would you say? <laughs> what were the three? Okay, Rockbusters, Educate, Ricky, Carl's news headline. Mm, uh, Do you want to hear mine? Cow, I think there's you can't look too far beyond cow hit by train lines on Farmer's Wife. I think you've always yeah. got to have that up there. It's always got to be up there somewhere. I like the the week where it's the Educate and Ricky where Carl has to sort of uh, do the whole Ricky thing of you know. Oh look over there, there's a monster where his mm. electric eels have. 400 volts in them. Oh, then, yes, yes. And the no, same the same with, yeah. um, you know, uh, do you know why it's called Mount Everest? It's because it's it's a large mount, and when you get to the top, you've got to have a rest. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> what does he say when he wants to back out of that one? So he goes, oh, uh, well, we'll leave that. No, Carl, in what way do you think it was called Everest? It would never be my favourite. And it's, again, Everest. not not related to mountains, but... Uh, <laughs> In what way? Telling me that Brian Blessed shit himself. Yeah, yeah, that's good. No, good, good, good question, Levi. I like, I like it. And he finishes up by saying, "Keep up the awesome work, and I hope you get stirred." Oh, thank you. Thanks. We do too. But (laughs) on that, we've got actually. I don't think we should say today. I think we can. Let's say. Yeah. So okay. Well, shall I say? Okay. Yeah. Even though Miles organised all of this, so we've actually got. We haven't got Sturgis. We'd love to get Sturgis still to this day. We're still trying but not stalking. But Mars has tracked down someone who isn't directly related to the XFM shows, but he's, you. when I tell you his name, you'll think... You he's a bigger why. name, smaller he's person. Re- he's related... Oh, that's clever. Should, as no. I said earlier, be on live at the Apollo. If this is... You'll understand why we've got him on. He's very linked to Ricky, Steve and Carl. It's uh, Warwick Davis. So that's all right. So right, Warwick it. Davis. So Warwick Davis, he hasn't. We haven't agreed fully, fully, fully. But um, that's the reason I didn't want to say it's because we don't know yet whether he can do next week. So we 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 could have said close to the time when we've got date agreed. But yeah, basically Warwick Davis is going to be on the show, and yeah, we're we're said super excited. Are we not? It's definitely going to be our most famous guest on a superficial level, isn't he? Like Hollywood actor movie star been in loads of big franchises blockbusters not only that but very very close connections to ricky steve and carl with the life's too short and also you know traveling yeah and that's why we've got him on not because i mean the fact he's a hollywood superstar well he's he's a hollywood he is a very big hollywood star the fact that we wouldn't just get someone on or just try and get someone on because of that fact alone but the fact is he's got incredibly close ties with carl he's been around the world with him he has very close ties with Ricky with Life's Too Short and Steve as well. Yeah, Warwick Davis um, next week. That's going to be good. And our last comment is from longtime Detroitee Steve Weller. Nice to hear oh, you little so fellas nice, back on the air. A great show oh. as usual. And that episode Cheers, you cover has some real highlights. Can't remember which show this this is we're referencing, but the little Chinese fella discussion. Steve's comment about how you cannot scrut a Chinaman nor Chinaman woman is so funny. And that edition of Monkey News is one of the absolute best. The songs and the phrase is outstanding too. And yeah. I did actually. Do you know what that episode? I, I don't. I think this is okay to talk about. Did you ever have a Chinese friend at school or a, an Asian friend at school? Uh, yeah, there was an Asian guy, but I've lived with a Chinese uh, man. Uh, I had a friend. Holy fuck. Who which one? No, he's called, his real name was like Seaway or something, but he called himself Will. Because a lot of them do. I'm not to say a lot of them, but it sounds like I'm lumping them together. But a lot of them use English names. No, but he's called Will Do. Will Do. Uh, as he used to say, Will Do, Will Do. And it was great because he got a job. He got a job at um, McDonald's the year I lived with him. 
and they got a job at McDonald's, which is down the road. And uh, McDonald's basically, at the end of the day, if stuff isn't sold, I mean, in 30 minutes, they track it out. But if stuff still hasn't sold like that they've prepared, they give it to all the staff. So he, he would come home with cheeseburgers, like all sorts, like just, just mounds of like old McDonald's. I didn't particularly like McDonald's, but, you know, it's great to have like this free flowing <laughs> supply of burgers. Free chips, so, free, free chips. chips. But Will, no, he was, he was a funny guy. And uh, yeah, I, I like Will, but I've lost contact with him over the years. What was it, his race that did it that did it for him? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I um, clearly state no. <laughs> I was friends with um, an, an Asian guy, actually. And um, but he had a very strong Suffolk accent. And there's just something very strange about an Asian guy having a very, very strong... Yeah, all right, how you doing? Yeah, it's just, yeah. It's really weird. You know when you've just got an accent... Uh, and the nationality or just or it could even just be a face he's just like no, how does that yeah how does well, that we'll, work we'll, like yeah it's, it, it can be funny like when someone because they still have they've been brought up by Chinese parents it's like if you laughed so can... I wouldn't expect it no I know well it's because you know you're you're so hilariously effortlessly <laughs> hilarious and entertaining that's why but um we'll I guarantee if it's a Chinese student who's come over to study and they can speak fluent English so they come over to study. I guarantee they'll have an American accent, not just because Will did, but they that's how they learn English through friends and through American TV shows. And they had he had a Amer- you'd you'd think he was American, raised in America, never been to America in his life. American accent. I've known other people like that. Um, yeah. So it tends to be an American accent. That's my Chinese fellow fact. Okay, fascinating. If you've got any Chinese, no, thank, thank you, spring. thank you, though, Steve. Thank you, though, Steve. I appreciate you. Well, Very he does. Fun. He does wrap it up by saying, "Nice to hear Hemsby get a mention. I went there for about ten years ago, back in the eighties, nineties." For family holidays, and I bet it's not changed thirty years ago either. Mate. Yeah, it's, so well, it's four uh, years is, ago, nearly. This was um, a reference to my my previous holiday, if you can call it that, going to Hemsby in North Norfolk. Uh, but I have very fond mem- memories of that place. He says, "I must say, Great Yarmouth is a very weird place. I've never seen so many people who look the same anywhere else. Carl would love it there. It must be. I can. That's basically I, where Mars <laughs> is from. So you insult yeah, I mean, Mars. Yeah, I mean, it kind of is, you know. So. And if you insult Mars, you insult me. All right, I don't care, but I don't give a shit. But you insult yeah, right. Mars, you insult me. Um, yeah. No, it's uh, I, I used to go to Great Yarmouth quite a lot as a child. So yeah, I've been there. I don't know people looking the same or otherwise. Yeah, I've been to Great. Yeah, I've been. To, oh yeah, yeah, boy. I've I mean, they do great. look the same. It's from the arse of Britain, the arse <laughs> of the East Anglia. <laughs> It well, is. That's my name for it. Um, but... <laughs> I've not heard a reference to that before. Oh, well, I, I just judge my. I, I may have been up myself, but I just. The answer. But it does look, 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 look. It does look like a bit like an ass, and uh, it's like an ass. <laughs> reading an ass but i think as i think that's it other than to choose our songs now this is very exciting this week yeah. Mars is just going to randomly flick through his ipod okay cool let's let's well, well i'm not going to randomly but i'm just mine? well i'll tell, tell you my thought process i'm going to go on my home and i'm just going <laughs> to sorry <laughs> i'm just going to check what i've been listening to recently okay here you're here <laughs> Shall I pick mine first? Or go on, go on. You you go. I don't think I picked this. You tell me because I've always done this. I always pick ones that I picked before. Great song. If you this isn't just generic because of the band, they're a big band. Abba, thank you for the music. It's a good song. Such a good song. I'm not a dancer. In fact, I'm a bit of a bore. If you, I mean, it. it's weird. It's a weird start to the song as well, but it's actually just got the best chorus. But I've got a talent, the one and the thing that everyone listens when I start to sing. Oh, do you know what? I was so glad the other day because I was meant to go on. I was meant to go to to karaoke with my friends. Now, if you were to go with to karaoke with friends, how many people would you say is the bare minimum that you'd need to go with? Oh well, I really you 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 know who you're speaking to, don't you? I know who I'm talking you're, to. You're involving you're involving different elements here. <laughs> karaoke, friends, they're all going out. There's all things. This is not for my area. I know. I don't know but about if you had four, to. four or five. Right. Okay. Correct answer because. 
one of my friends unfortunately got COVID. We're booked to go in last Friday, and actually I'm kind of glad because I was a bit tired. Well, no, it's true. It's true. No, you're right. Four is the absolute bare minimum that you need uh, to go to karaoke. I'd challenge anyone to, you know, to come back at me on that. I don't know. Can I just say, when you go to karaoke, do you go there and then there's like other groups of like friends no no so, so there's there's like rooms. Or do you book a do you book a karaoke room yeah you yourself? get like a you get book a private room and you can do that in a lot get of places massage. you know there's no massages but you can order like a shot you know you can order shots and you know you know gin and tonics to your room and stuff and yeah so, so what, hang on do you haven't finished your story what someone oh, yeah, suggested sorry, it just be you two no 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 so we were meant to go. Then one of my friends got COVID, so we couldn't go. So there was three, and I was like, oh, we're going to have to call this off now because this, this is going to be awkward. It's just it something a bit... It a fortune as well to hire a room. No, no, like... no. It's, only, it's like 22 quid for two hours. Not bad. Yeah. Not that 22 bad, pounds for a two-hour two hour karaoke. <laughs> but uh, no, so, yeah, I like that. What, what are we talking about? What, what are we talking about? You're just talking about karaoke. I don't know. You're just because you're... Because yours was you were you were singing. Um, oh, song. sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Okay, so my we did George Michael last week, <laughs> didn't we? Um, so this week, oh, yeah, I found this new romantic, uh, new wave, new romantic playlist on Spotify, which I quite like to listen to. And the last song I was listening to was "The Promised" by When in Rome. Don't and know anything. The it was. I mean, I mean, so, to be honest, I couldn't tell you another song they did, but I do quite like. I do quite like the whole new romantic movement, and it does. It does make me think. Like I imagine, my mum was a bit of new romantic, and I do quite yeah. like the thought of my mum as as that. And Ricky obviously talks about it. It's a good yeah. song, actually. I do recommend people listen to it. I mean, it's good music to sort of have your have your little pre drinks to and uh, have a little dance. If you want. I, I I genuinely enjoy. It. I, I only did it a few times, but I I liked when I was at uni in halls. So as we were going out, and you just mix in halls. There's everyone there, and this girl just came. She's like, just let me just do this, and she just put eyeliner on me, and uh, I looked at. It, I thought that looks pretty good, and oh. so I've worn eyeliner out. You, like not you know. You know I like it. I, I not 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 that there's any need to explain it away, but I just happen to, I don't do it anymore. But I I quite like the eyeliner look. It just I can see why it's appealing for women to do, but men should do it as well. Like it's just as it's just as uh, satisfying. And it, it, I thought, yeah, oh God, I look well, I suddenly brought out my eyes, you know. Because my eyes are my 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 whole personality. Tiny, they're like dead shark eyes. God, yes. you would okay, look I know they're dead shark eyes. You you said yeah yeah we've got it out. You don't need okay. me to say. Okay, good. But yeah, imagine imagine a shark with a little bit of eyeliner. Well, you can see on Twitch, and you can see what we look like. Yeah, when we do uh, Twitch. But listen, um, that's all the XFM in the community, and that's that's all we've got time for this week. I'm afraid, guys. Bit short one this week. I'm a bit disappointed, but um, I think it's. Just just, it's part, part of the course, isn't it? You know, sometimes you get, you know, loads of stuff to talk about. Actually, I've got a little something I can mention now. Your boiler accounts for 60% of your household's annual energy costs. How efficient they are has a huge impact on your outgoings. So to ensure your boiler is running most efficient, efficiently, book a boiler service. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I'm just going to go and do that right now. I hope they're still open at sort of quarter <laughs> past seven in the evening on a Friday. Just... What are you going to do for your rest of your evening? What you got planned? Well, I've got to have a phone call with uh, someone un- undisclosed, huh? who and uh, a close close person to me, and then you, and then I don't know. I, I'll probably probably a bit of this. He's got again the three the three boxes of crisps. All McCoys. See, let me just explain this because you said this last week. It's true there are three, but I ordered. We them said like that we said that on the page. Can we? You might need to clarify. Oh, sorry, we, sorry. You said this we on... said it. Ah, that. Well, then there's a good advert there. You go listen, go and join us on Patreon. You can hear me talking about my mountain of crisps. But basically, <laughs> got three boxes, and uh, I ordered them on like time loop, time lapse. So they were supposed to turn up one once a month but two turned up together and then the third one came so i don't know i only paid for one <laughs> so you got a tower of crisps i've got tower of crisps the mccoy's tower in gary well, no, mansions uh, uh walker's max as well oh my down. god they are they're just such heavy crisps i don't know so bob nice. Mo- again bob, you got to listen to um bob mortimer on the off menu podcast with james acaster and um ed gamble 
He talks about um. T- I told you this on the phone earlier, didn't I? About some you could use some of those crisps, add yeah. some water, and make a, a, a mashed potato paste. And apparently, it's but, you meant know, to I wouldn't be... be. I wouldn't be surprised if he did actually do that. <laughs> he did you know? do it, and he said it was. No, all right. no, but I believe it. I totally believe it. He's. I mean, he's not. I'm not he's not stingy in any way. But he, t- he told this elaborate story about doing his own dentistry, and I know. Yeah. I'm sure, as David Mitchell says, he always says. I'd never believe quite all of that story, even when it comes out that it's true. Like I'd never quite believe everything. So it wasn't all true, but he basically sits on this gamer's chair on his cap, puts it on his kitchen worktop because they've got a really strong light that's just a, just above that area, and he holds this mirror or no, gets a mirror that's pointed down, and he does his own dentistry. It's, it's just it, bonkers, it's crazy. isn't it? In the, he's it lovely, is he's fucking lovely. crazy. Oh, not that I, I, first, I think, but... you know, I don't think that's saving money. I think that's more like I can't be no, bothered I mean, to go to the it's, dentist. It's just, I know, but it's just... It's just odd, isn't it? I, I love one line. Just we can leave it on this. He said, "On uh, would I lie to you?" It's just, it's just, it wasn't a like true or false thing. It was just something he said. He's like, "Yeah, I used to have," and I believe this the way he said it. He said, "I used to have sixteen sugars in my tea." Because they were saying basically, his he he got his teeth out. He said, "Look at these. All these are fake, and they're fake." He's, he hasn't got any teeth. Basically, he's got no teeth, but he's put got fake ones put in by a dentist. And he said, "Yeah, I used to have 17, 16 sugars in my tea," and they said, "16? How could you?" You had 16 sugars and tea. Yeah, it's like 16. Yeah, 17 too sweet for me. But you know, 16, 17 too sweet for me. Oh, that's, that's a great line. And uh, on that, we will see you with hopefully. And now it might not be next week, but it will happen. But hopefully next week we will see you with Warwick Davis. See you later. Bye bye.